You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 179. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 179. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. You ready to do this, baby? (laughs) Yes, I totally am ready to do this. We're squirrely today. Oh, man, we have so much fun. Oh, I love you, baby. Just, Love you too, baby. It's just too much. It's it's just too much good stuff, man. We have a good time. Just laughing our asses off. <laughs> we we've been threatening to release a pod that's just our mic checks. We just did a mic check and we're both like wiping tears, just dying laughing. So right. I have a feeling we would release it and people would be like, "This is the boring, like just the most, most boring thing, the shittiest thing." You I- are really dumb yeah, for real. No, you are so dumb. You are really dumb, for real. Exactly. Like, it sounds, I, I think for us, it's entertaining. I don't think it would be for other people. I don't know. We'd have to do one and see. Like, get a feedback from people. Oh my gosh. Welcome, you guys, to the audience. Oh, welcome, welcome. Oh, so today, we are going to talk about why you do not need to explain yourself. Stop explaining. Stop it. you got some explaining to do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we're going to get through this. This is going to be a rough pod. This is going to be rough. Class act. Class act. All right. So we've talked a lot about apologizing, like not apologizing for yourself. And I always tack on over explaining in that concept of not apologizing for yourself because it's a form of apologizing. But I haven't really zeroed in specifically on the over explaining element So that's what we're going to talk about a lot today, how to identify that and how to know when you want to explain yourself, when you don't, with who, all of that good stuff. So I do have an actual freebie for you. You Do you hear hear that in the background? I think. I hear it. Here it comes. We interrupt this broadcast of the Joy Junkie Show to bring you this urgent free shit alert. Repeat, this is a free shit alert. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, so this is really exciting. So if you go to our show notes page, which is thejoyjunkie.com slash 179, you will see the ability to grab a free cheat sheet. It's like a worksheet that kind of accompanies this podcast. So if you are listening to this while you're driving, working out, cooking, doing your makeup, whatever, be sure whenever you are able, or if you have your phone near you, you should be able to just go to that URL. In fact, if you're listening on the podcast app for iTunes or any sort of iTunes uh, based platform, you should be able to click kind of the show notes of this particular episode and the link should be live to take you to page joyjunkie.com slash 179 to go directly to the show notes page. And then you can just click on it, ask for it, you just submit your email and then we send it right to your email. 
So you'll have this worksheet that helps you accompany a lot of the stuff that we're going to unpack today. Because there is something really monumental that happens when you actually get stuff out of your head and onto paper. It like crystallizes it. It makes it a little bit more concrete. It's really true. And it helps you get into action, which is really, really, really important. Because when we're talking about stuff about apologizing, over-explaining, and things like that, you kind of think of like, oh, that's that's a really good idea. It's very conceptual. It's kind of running around just in your mind. But once you actually put pen to paper and say, here's where I over-explain and here's with whom I over-explain, you catch yourself in those moments later on so yeah. that you can reroute your behavior. <clears throat> Perfect. So be sure to get your free cheat sheet. And I also wanted to let you guys know, next week... I'm going to have a pretty big fucking announcement. Ooh. It's an event that I'm going to be doing with somebody who is very special to me. We have never done this event before. It's in person. It's coming up in 2017. It's a very, very limited amount of space. And I'm not even being dramatic about it. I'm not telling you any more about it. You're being dramatic. I'm right? always dramatic. Yeah. But I'm I'm not being dramatic about the space. The space being, being yeah. No, I I'm, can't stand when people are like space is limited and it's like a digital program. Right. It's like it's unlimited <laughs> amount of supply. Like d- stop being an asshole. So I, that's all I'm saying. Anyway, please tune back in next week for this massive announcement. You will not want to miss it. So I've been going off for a while. Why don't we pass the mic to you, baby? Oh, because there's a segment we call. Would you rather? Yeah. So today's is pretty short and sweet. You had a lot to say, so I'm just going to get to the point. Oh. Would you rather be famous for singing or famous for acting? Oh, acting. Acting? Oh, for sure. Really? Well, I mean, that's my medium. I mean, there's been there's been times when you're like, maybe you shouldn't sing like that. <laughs> you have a great voice. You just overdo it sometimes. Um, that's me in every area of my life. That's true. <laughs> but here's the thing: is like, I don't know. I, I I totally respect actors, but it there's so much work. I think singing has less. I don't want to say less work to it. But like acting, you got to rehearse, 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 and you got to dig into the backstory and create a lot of right. Motivation. And with singing, you have to get to an emotional place, and you have to work on you know your vocals and things like that. But like me, 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 me. Right, but you can do that anywhere. You got to act. You know, you have to go to rehearsals. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But that's what I love. I love that process. Mm. So you would choose singing. I would choose singing. I yeah. would like to be a famous singer. Singer. A singer. <laughs> I would like to be a famous actor. Okay. How about y'all? Uh, yeah. How about you guys? Hit us up on Instagram. You can find me at the Joy Junkie and let me know what cool. your what your preferred would you rather is. So let's jump into. Let's get our topic moving here. Not having to explain yourself. So I want to tie in this kind of parallel to apologizing and over explaining yourself and I realized I realized this when I originally was teaching this idea in a class of mine and and also with one-on-one clients and they would they would say I don't identify necessarily with apologizing like I don't feel like I'm constantly saying 
so sorry. I'm so sorry I can't make that. Or I'm sorry I'm this way. But they did, <clears throat> did resonate with over-explaining themselves. So when they would have to decline an invite or if they weren't available for something or if they had a preference that was a little bit more high maintenance, they would over-explain themselves of why that was their right. stance or opinion or why they couldn't make it somewhere. So then I realized, oh, okay, there's this whole other way in which we apologize for ourselves. So... Constantly apologizing and over-explaining our points of view, our decisions, our choices, our stances. What we're essentially saying when we go to that behavior is we're saying, I need your approval for what I've chosen for my life. And you'll see this written in your cheat sheet. So be sure to have that so you can have a great reference Mm -hmm. as we go through this. And again, you can find that on the show notes page. But... That is what we don't understand sometimes, and this is what I try to broadcast a lot through this show, is a lot of times through our behavior, through what we tolerate, through what we choose to say or do, we're actually saying something completely different, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's why I always say, make sure your silence doesn't make you a liar, right? The behavior of being silent is actually signifying compliance, even if you're not, even if you don't agree. So this is the same thing. Sometimes our behavior of over-explaining ourselves is actually saying something completely different. It's actually broadcasting, I need your approval. Uh I need you to check off that it's okay that I'm a vegan. Mm-hmm. or that I have tattoos or why I don't want children or any of these other things that we think we need this elaborate explanation. So let's pick this apart a little bit. The first thing that I want you to do is I want you to identify where you over-explain yourself, where you tend to do it, like what sort of category of your life. Like is it always around your physical appearance, let's say? You know, for people who dye their hair crazy colors or have lots of piercings or tattoos or there's this pull to explain why you see your body as art or as a canvas or there's this pull to explain why you are not in the norm, right? Okay. Or if you, a lot of times it's stuff that's outside of the societal quote norm. Fortunately, a lot of that's changing. But um, for me, being in a mediator's world, True. Right? Yeah. I'm in a meat eater's world, and I have a very odd stance on what sort of meat I'll consume. So in the general public, I'm a vegetarian because I won't eat most meat that's available in restaurants and things like that. I will eat fish, but I want, you know. So I have all these kind of weird stipulations that because most people don't also feel that way, there's this pull to say, hey, it's okay that I choose this, right? Like there's this pull to over-explain to garner understanding and approval. Okay. So I want you to start looking at where are those places, like is it a specific topic, or with whom? Is there a person that you always over-explain yourself with because you want their approval? Right, yeah, that's true. Like you can't ever say to mom... Here's where we're going to be for the holidays. 
right? You have to go into this huge explanation of why you're doing it, why you're not trying to hurt her, why you've made this choice, instead of just saying, here's our choices, hope you can respect it. So maybe it's mom's the trigger, or maybe it's a specific category of your life, like declining invites. This is another huge one. We think this is where excuses come in. We don't feel like it's enough to just simply say, I'm not available, or we're not available, or that's not going to work. Unfortunately, I'm not able to take care of that for you. We feel like we have to follow it up with all of this explanation of what we're actually doing that. It doesn't matter if you're fucking washing your hair that day. You're not available. What you want, need, and desire is just as valuable as what anyone else wants, needs, and desires. True. Period. Yeah. So you don't have to explain yourself. Now, there's a ton of reasons why we do, right? Like we think if we're asked a question, we have to answer it. Like, why do you eat meat? Like, or why do you not eat meat? Or why do you have so many tattoos? Or why do you, why can't you come through for me? Or why aren't you available? We think we have to give the explanation. We don't. We actually don't. So I'm going to dig into that a little bit hmm. in a second. Okay. But I want you to start... First of all, identifying where you over-explain. So again, it could be things like your availability, why you can't make it somewhere. Perhaps it's a life choice, where you choose to live, why you aren't married yet, or why you have had multiple marriages, why you want to be single, why you're dating again, why you're not dating again, why you have children or don't want to have children, you know. Name it. Did I say voted already, how you voted? No, I don't think you did. That's a big one How right you now. voted, you know, being interro- interrogated for why you made political choices that you made, uh, all of those things. Or even things like your isms, you know, little things that you do that are kind of your way. Uh, you know, I like the bed made a specific way. I don't need to over explain why. It's just but my, you do. my thing. But I do need to. No, but you do do it. I do over explain. Yeah. yeah. And I try to kind of catch myself and be like, that's just kind of how it is. But I work on it because I do think it's a piece of me trying to control things a little too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I try to let it go. But uh, so anyway, isms, little things about you that just kind of make you you. Now, I'm not talking about fucking character flaws, like being overly jealous or being mean and rude. You don't get to say, like, that's just how I am. I'm talking about just the things that you enjoy, that you tend to love music. Or for me, I'm not spontaneous. It stresses me the fuck out. My isms are structured, calculated, organized, ordered. So I don't really need to apologize for that. That brings me fulfillment. It makes me really happy to be structured and stable. So if somebody's giving me shit about it, I don't need to over-explain. I can just be like, yeah, yeah, that's how I am. Yeah. That's that, yeah. I don't need That's to all go. You need to do. I don't need to go into all of the reasons why it fuels me or whatever. Well, when I was three years old. So, how about you, babe? Like, what are? I know we talked about this a little bit before we started recording, but where do you feel the pull to over-explain yourself? Uh, if I can't uh, go somewhere, like if someone asks me to go somewhere and I can't do it, right. I have to explain why I'm like what else I'm doing. Right. Like, oh, I've already committed to, or something like that. Um, also, when people ask us why we want to move, mm-hmm. that's a big one. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I've got to give all these reasons for why we're moving. Mm-hmm. 
um, why we would want to leave California. Why would you want to do that? You know, you kind guys, of. California is just, it's a hoax, everyone. It's a <laughs> hoax. I'm convinced. Except we just passed weed is legal. Wreck weed is legal. That's that, one of the that's only... That's not re- a hoax. That's not a hoax. Hopefully. That's amazing. But, God, fucking finally. But everything else about California is a hoax. Abort mission. Don't come here. I think you'll be really disappointed. <laughs> anyway, all right. But yes, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I, I've been feeling that a lot, too. Yeah. Or uh, the other one, and I've had a lot of practice on working on this one, but uh, why we're not having kids. Why we're not having kids. That's, That's a big another one. big one why, that um, that I find myself feeling, feeling pulled to overexplain. And I'll put a, a link to some episodes that we've done about that, too, because... That's one of the things that we learned is that we don't have to entertain those conversations. And we'll talk about that a lot today. But if you want any more specifics around standing up for yourself that you want, you don't want something that most people want you to want, like children or getting married or whatever, going to school, whatever it is, um, I'll put the link there and you can hang out and see what you think of that pod as well. I love the idea of not having to get approval though. Yes. Like whenever I feel myself starting to go into that overexplain mode, I just go, I really don't need their approval. It's right. a decision I made, it's a decision we made, and I'm good. Right. Right? And, and it just creates this inner confidence with my decision. Right? If I'm if I overexplain, I feel like maybe I'm not secure in my decision. Right. And I'm trying to get that approval from this person. Right. You know? Well, one of my favorite mantras that I I, it actually came up in standing up for myself with my family in particular was I don't need you to approve of me because I approve of me and that's in (laughs) self-approved it's got the joy junkie stamp of approval (laughs) (laughs) but but seriously like we're chasing that approval so much and a lot of it is in these behavioral sort of things like over explaining yourself that we just do Instead of dissecting it and going, wait a minute, I don't actually have to validate my Uh choice not to have children. I can actually shut this conversation down. All right. And then I would guess that there's another one for you, babe. Tell me if I'm onto something with this. And those of you who are in the helping profession, when your schedule is booked and a client really wants to, they're like, wait, but you don't have a a session or you don't have a, I can't book book something in the next week. You know, and you know you- I do, but I, I feel like with that, I really am sorry that I can't see them sooner. Right. So my apology is genuine. But do you feel like you... No, I'm not, I'm not saying that, that you can't empathize with like what's going on with them, but that you feel like you have to say, I'm so booked and I've got this going on and I've got... No, I just say my next available appointment is... Oh, good. And that, that was a sticky point for you for a long time. It was. No, I've worked. that's one that I've worked on. You've had a hard time saying no. Yeah, you've gotten really, really good at that. Yeah, I've worked on that one. I'd like to think this podcast helps. Totally. <laughs> Having you in my life helps. Oh, my sweet man. <laughs> I love it. All right. So then a couple of other points, and then we'll talk about what to do with this once you've figured out where and with whom you over-explain yourself. All right. You always get to decide if you want to explain yourself or not. Like, that's always your call. So the... Two places that you might want to look, because I don't want you to think like 
you just have to shut up and never explain yourself. Sometimes it's with somebody who you really trust and you enjoy conversing with them and you they care what's going on with you and you care about sharing what's going on with you. So it's not always like, don't ever do it. It's about evaluating, is this a person that I want to explain myself with or be understood or have a meaningful conversation with? Or is it someone who I'm just really trying to grab their approval? Or I, it's some sort of self-worth validation, right? right? So that first question is, is this a person I want to have this combo with? And the second is, what is my motivation in explaining myself? So for example, some random person that I meet at like a holiday party, let's say, who's like, why aren't you having kids? You know, and then you think, oh my God, I need to explain my stance. Somebody like that, I might go, okay, is this the person I really want to have this convo with? Mm, no, not really. Or the environment. Or the environment. So I might say, you know what? It's actually a choice that we've made and I, I really don't get into it a lot. I don't I don't feel the pull to, ha- to, to converse about it much. You know, so I might shut down that conversation or it's actually not something that I, it's something very personal to us. It's not something I feel really comfortable talking about with, with anybody, with everybody. You know, it depends on whether the person is just genuinely inquisitive. Right. Like, if they're just genuinely inquisitive, then I'm more than willing to share why we decided to do that. But if it's like, why would you want to do that? Or if it, yeah, accusational. You know, or... Yeah, if the, if it's that, then then I'll use that, uh, those conversations. Right. Or where I you, you know, can close even, it down. You can even just say something like, "That's that's just the decision we've made. Right. Like you don't have to get all into it. And then the second question, and this is kind of what you were talking about, what's my motivation in explaining? Like if your motivation in explaining in that situation, it could be to create a connection with somebody who you just met at a party and you're having, you know, but my point is you always get to decide if you're going to explain yourself or not. That's your choice. So what I want to eliminate is this idea that just because the question was posed, you are under some sort of obligation to explain yourself. That's what I want to dismantle. It's that you get to make that call in each and every interaction. So what's my motivation in explaining myself? It might be to create that connection with somebody who I just met at a party. Or it could be your motivation is to gain approval. I need your acceptance. That's when you might want to start arresting your pull to over-explaining yourself. Uh So again, talking about is this a person I want this conversation with, it might be an awesome conversation with my bestie. We've had some great conversations about why we don't want kids, for example. Exactly. And I get to have this really rich dialogue with her. And I can explain my stance because she's capable of hearing my stance. And because my motivation in sharing it with her is a further, deeper, richer connection between the two of us. Not that I need her to check off on it and say, Amy's okay. I understand her. Now, therefore, she's okay. Well, that's a good enough reason for me. Right. Yeah. Right. Third thing that I want you to know is if nobody asked you, you don't need to explain. So this one is another huge piece of self-worth is when nobody even asked you for the explanation, 
you launch into this whole explanation because you need their approval. Like, for instance, if somebody invites you to something and you're not available and you say, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm actually not available that day. And they they are like, okay, cool, just thought I'd ask you. And then you go, because what's going on is I have this and I have that and I've got to do this and I've got to do... They didn't, nobody fucking asked. They didn't even, you brought that on yourself. So the exercise there is to allow your calendar, your time, your energy, your thoughts, your opinions, your stances to be good enough as is. Like no one's challenging them. You're just feeling like this internal pull to over-explain. That's on you to manage. So that might be a really great challenge for you that if no one's asking you to over-explain yourself, just stop. Just let your answer be the answer. That's a, that's a good uh, muscle to flex. It for is. Sure. It is. Number four, and this is, I've kind of alluded to this a little bit earlier, is you get to decide if you're going to answer a question or not. So one of the things that I find, it's it's kind of like a gut response or like a reflex. The minute somebody asks a question, we cognitively think I need to answer the question. Like it just it's logical sense. If they ask me why aren't you having kids, I I must have to answer. Mm-hmm. You do not have to answer <clears throat> any question that is posed to you if you do not want to answer it. So if it's something like that, like let's say it is somebody who asks us about children at a party or they get all they get like, "Well, what's your deal with meat?" You know, or like, what's that all about? And I can easily decide to say, you know, it's just a personal choice that I've made and I can shut it down. I don't have to explain why or that if there's this particular type or only if I know where it's raised and some of the fish are okay as long as it's wild caught. Like, I don't have to go into that. You can just say it's actually just a choice I've made. Uh, Also, it can seem like you're pushing your agenda if you do emphatically especially if you're emphatic about it right if it's a passionate moment it'll seem like whoa she really is trying to you know give me a drink the kool-aid like take it down and off right right so in and all of those instances you guys are very individual so it's going to take you checking in with yourself and looking at do i really want to engage in this conversation or do i feel like i have to in order to receive approval? Is this a person I want to cultivate a strong conversation with? Or is this somebody I'd rather just end this and move on? So it, and that's different in each instant. So sometimes you might want to explain because it's somebody you trust and you're cultivating an awesome relationship. And then other times it might be, you just don't fucking feel like getting into it. Yeah. And you can close that shit down. So just give yourself the freedom that sometimes you can over explain Sometimes you don't. Sometimes it's with this person. Sometimes it's not. The point is, is you need to be, start uh, flexing the muscle of making the healthiest choice for you in each moment instead of responding based off of this need for approval or guilt or I'm being a dick if I don't explain myself. No, you're only being a dick if you're actually being a fucking dick. You're only being a dick if you're being mean. Just not explaining yourself is not a dick move. You can do that 
with grace and kindness. You can say like, oh, thank you so much for asking, but it's actually not something I feel comfortable talking about with everybody. I, I truly hope you can understand. That's not being a dick. That's being super kind and right. just choosing your self-care in that that's moment. That's true. Wow, that's great. Now, there is another caveat here. So this is number five. Apologize or over-explain if you've made a mess. All right. If you did a dick move. If you were malicious. Or if you made a commitment. If you made a you commitment and you and you didn't follow through on it. Or, you know, if you spoke to somebody and you were rude about it. If you made a mess, yeah, then you apologize. Then you say, hey, you know, I really... I really think that I didn't handle myself well and you didn't deserve that and I really want to apologize to you. Or I made that commitment to you and I didn't follow through and that was really unfair and I really want to tell you that I'm sincerely sorry. You do not apologize or over-explain for just fucking being you. For just liking tattoos. You don't have to <laughs> apologize to grandma for having tattoos. Yeah. Right. That's saying her opinion is more valid than yours. That's not, that's a self-worth undercurrent. That's the thing that I want everybody to really understand is what motivates you to over-explain or apologize for yourself is indicative of your self-confidence and self-love. So if you're motivated by she's more valuable than me or her approval matters, mm, then you need to check yourself because there needs to be approval of self primarily, first and foremost. Yeah. So I'm not saying never, and I'm not saying always. In fact, in the coaching school I went to, they would say, well, you always want to do this unless you don't. <laughs> or you never want to do this unless, unless you, you do. do. So it was kind of this idea that we can have these rules. It's my whole thing about grace and kindness. Like there are times when grace and kindness don't work. Most of the time, you handle yourself with grace and kindness. That's the barometer. That's the baseline. And then... There are times when you deviate. So same thing here. You know, I'm not going to say never over explain yourself. I'm going to say get so madly in love with yourself and be so in touch with approving of self that you get to decide in each and every moment if it's a conversation or a question you want to answer. That's all I'm saying. All right. So with all of that in mind, and after you've identified where you over-explain yourself and where it's not in service of you, that's what I really want you to, to understand. Where is it really not in service of you? And then I want you to, this is the next step of that. And you'll have a place for this in your worksheets too. So please be sure to have that cheat sheet available so you can get this out on paper again to cement it. I want you to start getting comfortable and committing to shutting down conversations. That's the next step because you're going to continue to be asked mm -hmm. about why you do certain things, why you're not available, why you chose this thing, why you voted for that person, why you want to move across the country. That's not going to stop. So the next step here is when you've identified where you tend to over-explain and it's not in service of you. Now you need to commit to shutting down those conversations. And it can be very simple. Like I said, you handle yourself with grace and kindness. You can always start off with gratitude. That's one of my favorite ways to say no, establish boundaries, is to start with gratitude by saying, oh, thank you so much for asking. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times there's genuine interest. 
Sometimes it's accusational. Sometimes it's a little bit like you're under fire or whatever. But sometimes they're just genuinely curious and they're not coming from a malicious place. Even if that's the case, you still need not feel obligated to explain. So for instance, even if that's coming from a great place, but you you have another appointment and you've got to get going, you might not be able to entertain and over-explain in that that's moment. True. So you might, you might say, thank you so much for thinking of me. I actually have an appointment coming up. I'm not able to get into it right now. I hope you can understand. That's not being a dick. You're being totally kind. You thanked them. You were gracious. And conversely, even if you do have a shit ton of time, you can shut down the conversation. So I want you to start entertaining that idea and getting really committed to excusing yourself from conversations that do not serve you. For me, for a long time, the conversation around not wanting children, I had so much vehemence around it. And I would get so worked up just talking about that subject yeah. that I had to like nip it in the bud to begin with because I just didn't want to get into that that frantic, energetic place because I knew it was a triggering conversation. So I would say, oh, thank you so much for asking. It's actually not something I like to really discuss openly. I hope you can understand, you know, or it's really not something I want to dig into at the moment. I please don't take it as an offense. You know, you can tell them, hey, my intention is not to be an asshole. That's one of my other favorite tools. Yeah, it's a good one. State your intention. Please know I'm not trying to be an ass. Please know my intention is not to be a dick right now. It's just something I choose not to talk about. I really hope you can understand. If somebody gets pissed at you, and you say something like that, and you say it that kindly, you need to run because they're a dick. <laughs> yeah, right. Because they're a dick. <laughs> because you know what they get? A cold prickly. <laughs> Insert sound here. <laughs> Why is that so fun for us? I, I don't, don't even know. know. That's fun though. All right. So they would get a massive cold prickly if they can't be respectful. So you're allowed to have your wants and opinions. You're allowed to be who you are. You're allowed to entertain conversations and you're allowed to shut down conversations. It's about you deciding in each moment what is in service of you and what isn't. So again, be sure to go to thejoyjunkie.com slash 179 and grab your cheat sheet so that you can really get this out on paper because there's a space for you to commit. And say, here are the ways in which I will not over-explain myself unless I want to, right? It's Mm -hmm. like you get to really put that out there and make that staunch commitment. And if you're just driving around right now thinking about like, oh, that's a really good idea. I always do this about being a vegan or I always do this about my political stance or whatever. Guaranteed, if you don't get this out on paper or really make a staunch commitment, you're going to continue to fucking apologize. It's a great point. I think people will go the easy route and say, oh, I'm just going to try that out. Really? Okay. But if you if you really just take a few minutes and put it down on paper, it's just like writing out goals. It's an elevated level of commitment. Exactly. That's right. It just it changes it that much more. Absolutely. So if you, I really encourage you to write it down. Yep. That's a very good point. All right. Well, I think that's everything I have. Anything else you wanted to add about over-explaining or anything? 
No, because then I'd be over-explaining. <laughs> <laughs> this whole podcast is over-explaining. That's true. So, and that's, you know, that's actually a really great point, as I'm not talking about explanation in education. I should underline that. If you're educating somebody, you know, like a student or a client who's like, can you explain that again? Yes! Fucking explain! Right. That's, that's teaching. I would go without saying. That yeah. has nothing to do with, I need your approval. Yeah. Right? All right. So I hope I hope that's clear. All right. So I think that's everything. And again, stay tuned next week for a really exciting announcement. And we will see you around these parts at that time. So here is to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, out. <laughs> <laughs>